Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and realizes you can't swing across a golf course for every movie you show in one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and give us a rating on a podcast app, which is really the best thing you can do for any podcast. But today, let's get down to business and talk about Spider-Man Homecoming Part 1, which is beginning at the start of the movie. All the way to when Ned and Peter tracked down Toombs' gang to Maryland. Original uh, release date, July 7th, 2017. And before we really get into the episode, we want to thank uh, one of our listeners for writing a review for us. Uh, if we were more organized, we would have talked about this back when we were asking you to give us a review. But we'll do that again right now. <laughs> anyway, thank you, uh, Purdue42. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole uh, review, but just something that uh, that was said. Hey guys, I just want to say I love the show. You guys are funny and also knowledgeable about the comic book backgrounds, and I think that's very professional. Uh, and hey, thank you uh, very much, Purdue for Two. Uh, we 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 love getting uh, any kind of feedback. So either as a review, reviews are preferred, but also Twitter at MC underscore Rewind. Uh, also, um, they go on to say that uh, ask if we're ever going to do anything uh, uh, DC related. Um, we don't dislike the DC stuff. It's just very easy right now to uh, insult those movies uh, because some of the recent stuff, yeah. Um, but Tony, you and I, uh, we, we talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. ahead of time. And so what what, what was it that we landed on? Um, well, I said I want to cover some of them because especially the 2017 original Justice League because I like uh, bad movies. <laughs> but this, what I think we're going to do is when we complete the entirety of the Marvel Cinematic Universe... And then cover the Scorpion King movies one minute at a time. Uh, after that, we'll go into either DCEU or maybe the DCCW universe, the Arrowverse. Okay. So they, they, that'll they be 2047. That... <laughs> <laughs> Minimum. Uh, yeah, they got to give that a different name um, now that Arrow's gone, I guess. But, okay. All right, anyway, um, yeah. now let's... Uh... Go on to talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. So, like Tony said, this is part one, uh, the beginning, the first third of the movie, and here's what happens. <clears throat> Back in 2012, we see Batman, I mean, Adrian Toomes, is cleaning up after the alien battle from Avengers. He is not happy to learn that the government agency Damage Control is taking over. Eight years later, they're turning Chitauri Tech into cool weapons. Spider-Man's part of the movie starts when we last saw him in Captain America Civil War. After he gets dropped off back at home in New York, uh, he's just a kid excited for what's next. But life goes back to normal, and he does normal kid stuff, like school, after-school clubs, and texting adults nonstop. But he does spend his evenings trying to be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, which gets boring after two months. Eventually, Spider-Man stops a bank robbery where people are using crazy high-tech weapons, but the fight ends when the bad guys blow up the deli across the street. So he goes home, and his buddy Ned is there, who learns Peter is Spider-Man. What? Uh, which leads to the wacky situation where Ned tells everyone that Peter knows Spider-Man, which gets them invited to a party. Uh, before showing up to the party as Spider-Man, Peter runs off to stop some suspicious activity. After losing that fight, Stark saves Peter with a hollow Iron Man suit. He's like a very angry father figure. Later on, Toombs' men show up at Peter's school to look for the glowing thing they left behind. They don't find it, but Peter is able to put a tracker on them and figure out they're going to Maryland. Maryland, the the evilest of states. I don't, I don't actually think that's true. I have no strong opinions about Maryland, yeah, except for if you're a listener from Maryland, and I love Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I was trying to think what state would be the evilest, and I don't know. Like as a state, the state itself. Like mm-hmm. I'm imagining, like just the land there, the the default land that exists, right? Yeah, like, but you know, animals. I, I gotta say, I think you might be in the evilest state. It's got crocodiles. It's got sinkholes. Mm-hmm. It's got hurricanes. Florida is up there. Yeah. It's got oh yeah. Definitely. Humidity and heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what Alaska has. That's also pretty bad. That'll kill you too. Oh, yeah. They got polar uh, bears and cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll think about this and we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll bring it up later. Yep, okay. Um. But before that, or before we ever get to that, you know, in a later episode that we'll forget about, mm-hmm. we've got some fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. You didn't see that coming? All right, um, Tony, I have two. I have two All fast right. facts. All right. All right. And I've definitely stolen at least one of them from you. <laughs> All right. Um, so in this, uh, when we first see Ned, the guy in the chair, um, he says that he just got a Lego Death Star kit. And uh, when Peter asks him how many pieces... Uh, Ned says that there are 3,803 pieces. Uh, so I had to look this up, and that is a uh, discontinued kit. There's actually a newer one that's 4,016 pieces. Oh. Uh, I tried really hard to tell which one Ned had. I I could not. Like the, the Those kits look very, very similar. I don't now, know. Hmm? When did the newer kit come out? Um, I could not tell, oh. but I'm pretty sure... The newer one was probably after this movie. I mean, that right. was what four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. You, I didn't uh, have that one. Good job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the other one. Um, there's the guy who asks Spider-Man to do a flip. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy is also in the Shang Chi trailer. Um, he's in the background. Yeah. He's on the bus. Um, and I really hope that he asks uh, Shang Chi to do a flip. Yeah, Shang Chi can do a flip. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I didn't write this down, but I remember I, I considered writing it down. The guy holding the boombox. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen uh, Star Trek Four when they go back to the eighties, he's the punk with the boombox who uh, Kirk yells at on the bus. <laughs> Same actor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still holding the boombox. <laughs> Is that the one where they have to steal a a whale or something? Yep. They have to okay. save a whale or two whales. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, my first fast fact, Al, is a celebration for us. We finally caught up to the MCU. This is the <laughs> first thing we are covering that has come out after we started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> By like not even a week, right? Like no, I think three we, days because we, we recorded the first uh, our introduction episode on Fourth of July, twenty seventeen. All right. I couldn't remember if that was the intro or if that was the first uh, uh, Iron Man, but okay. Either way, yeah, that was. Uh, it's been it's been a long four years, Tony. I gotta yeah. say, a lot has changed. Yeah. Um, I could honestly say we've gotten better. We're not great, but we've gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we have. Yeah. I have a newer mic. Yeah. <laughs> I have the same mic. <laughs> It's a pretty good mic. I mean, yeah, I'm like, it was new four years ago, and I, I, it's not like I travel with it. Yeah. I think I was using like a headset. Headset mics are not good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, that first one, uh, the three of us, because we had our co-host Alicia at the time, recorded at my house on one mic 
realizing this me realizing this mic is not direct or is directional so it could only hear one of us really well so that <laughs> don't go back and listen to it guys it's terrible <laughs> yeah i'll look at those download stats every so often for the uh, the original ones and ooh, those are I, I just i feel bad because th- there's a lot of downloads for those and yeah, we were, uh, we were i've been not. thinking about it. um there's some podcasts i listen to where they have a preface saying hey these early episodes are kind of crap going up up to like episode 55 if you want to hear some better quality stuff i think we should <laughs> might want to do that someday i like that yeah we'll just copy paste it into into everything yep uh, okay maybe we'll do that yeah. all right um so the title of this spider-man homecoming uh spider-man references the uh human who has the powers of a spider uh homecoming actually makes uh means three different things First of all, uh, Homecoming Dance is a part of this movie. Uh, you wouldn't be able to... Oh, no. She puts up the banner. You could tell at the beginning of this movie. Um, also, this is Spider-Man, quote-unquote, coming home to Marvel Studios and being with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it's, it deals a lot with uh, Peter dealing with coming home after like the Civil War fight and actually doing some big superheroics with this, uh, the Avengers. So, all of those can be considered why it's called Homecoming. I feel like I should start thinking of uh, reasons why something is titled something. Because you always have such good ones, and I always want to make some stupid joke, but I I usually can't. I've got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We see that in the beginning of this, this is set, quote-unquote, eight years later, after 2012. Um. Which is either an error, or this is actually in 2020, and we'll get an answer someday. Why? Maybe future episodes of Loki, because they're saying they're going to make season two. Maybe oh, that will fix it. it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Did they just announce that recently? No, I they announced this a, a while ago. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's yeah. cool. All right. One of those shows. Loki's our primary time traveler right now. Maybe Ant-Man. Uh, I don't think Doctor Strange can time travel anymore. Not that he ever really did. Uh, yeah, he was. He only did it when he needed to. Yeah, I mean the Avengers, or no, Bruce knows how to build a time machine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like I keep saying, as soon as you can use time travel, you have access to pretty much everything. Yeah. True. So, yeah. so we'll fix it, and we will. I don't know, postpone Peter's birth by a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> um, Peter's school has like portraits of um, important scientists on the wall, uh, including Howard Stark, Abraham Erskine, who made the um, Super Soldier Serum, and Bruce Banner. And then I don't know if I'm going to do all of these. I have like all the characters and where they came from. Um, well, I guess do the highlights. Yeah, uh, the vulture Adrian Toomes, um, <laughs> was a guy with uh vulture wings grafted onto his bodies. His body, uh, <laughs> came in Amazing Spider-Man number two back in May nineteen sixty-three. We already talked, or no, we didn't. We talked off mic. Played by Michael <laughs> Keaton, also known as Batman or Birdman or other person who dresses up as a flying creature 
Um, but that's why he doesn't play the penguin. Um, interesting thing about Ned. Do you know what happens to Ned in the comics, Al? <laughs> no, I, I don't. He's Hobgoblin. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was... I, I actually... Sorry, I, I didn't actually know that Ned was based on a character from, from the comics. Yeah, um, this version of Ned is a combination... Well, basically, the name Ned leads. And he's pretty much playing uh, Genji, who is like Miles Morales' best friend. Now, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, but I knew they had a different name, so I just assumed maybe they were like basing it off of that character. Mm-hmm. So, okay, all right. Which I actually... Genji's a kind of... Well, Genji's pretty much Ned. I was going to say he's a funny character. Ned's a funny character. Which makes mm-hmm. me... Like, if they bring Miles into this eventually, I'm like, it's disappointing. They can't have Genji. Unless it's just... Um, what is his name? Mike Badalon? The guy who plays Ned also plays Genji. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cousins that look really similar. Yeah. I mean, we get that all the time <laughs> in mm-hmm. movies and TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I you know when when this movie first came out, when it was coming out, I kept th- saying, you know, I think they they missed an opportunity there to uh, to just in, instead of going with Peter Parker, just just go with Miles Morales. That would have been great. But uh, mm-hmm. I wonder how much of that was Sony saying no, you know, with them knowing that they were working on the uh, Into the Spider Verse movie and all that stuff. Um, yeah, or I mean, also Disney just saying no, we we want Peter because the audience yeah. already knows Peter, and as a result they get to skip a lot of the uh, that early storyline stuff that we usually get in the you know, mm-hmm. Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I mean, I'm... This is obviously jumping years ahead. Mm. But with the snap and the five-year skip, we could have Miles Morales show up. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see what the next handful of movies do to, to the universe. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we know... Uh, you know, some other set of character, right? We know Fantastic Four will end up yeah. showing up. I have no idea what the Eternals are going to be doing. <laughs> um, I think everyone is just waiting for any any sort of hint for the X-Men to show up and, like, mutants in general. So we'll see what happens there. So, um, yeah, like, any of these things could be the cause for <laughs> yeah. any of these characters showing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, two more people I want to talk about. It's given a bunch of... Actually, no, three. I'm um, going to talk about Shocker number one. <laughs> uh, the first Shocker number one, uh, a um, his name in the movie is Jackson Price. In the comics, Jackson Price was not the Shocker. He was a supervillain in Montana whose power was using a lasso really, really well. <laughs> That's uh, not really a power. It's no. more of like a, a, a honed skill, but okay. Uh, it's a power. All right, all right. It just like uh, bow and arrow is a power. Exactly, bow and arrow is a power. Okay, all right. Um, Her- Herman Schultz, the shocker number two in this, was the actual shocker in the comics. Um, then we get uh, Mr. Harrington, who is actually his second role, or second time seeing him, because he was the guy who was in the computer lab when, or at least the actor was, <laughs> in the computer lab in The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton shared a pizza with him. Um, probably, I say he's the same guy, because this was nine years later, and he could easily have graduated and become a teacher. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, this this could easily be. Yeah. Uh, unless they come out and say otherwise, but I don't see them doing that. Mm-hmm. 
And then the final person I'm going to talk about is uh, Aaron Davis, who is Miles Morales' uncle, um, played by Donald Glover in this. Uh, people know him from Community, Solo, he's the rapper Childish Gambino. He's a great actor, great comedian, great rapper. Um, he, I am a big fan of his. I also hate him because he's perfect at everything. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that guy is super talented. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Saw his stand-up comedy once. It was great. Oh, it was great. Uh, it was, mm-hmm. That was his first comedy special. And I was like, damn it, you were good at this too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched mm-hmm. Community, a few episodes of Community this weekend. Because it's just like, that's one of my, um, like, one of those shows I can just go back to and just watch any episode of. And he's great in that. I just, he's great and I hate him. But I love him. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yep. And then I'm going to wrap up with uh, superhero landings. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> and this is only the first third of the movie, right? right. Superhero okay. landing number 88. Landing right in front of the bike thief before he puts the web on him. Uh, superhero uh number 89, when he does a flip. Number 90, landing a car that isn't being stolen. These are all the same montage. <laughs> Uh, okay, the number 91 is jumping off the roof right before shooting his web across the golf course and then having to run across. And uh, number 92 was landing to get to keep Aaron Davis from getting shot during the weapon sale, the Boston weapon sale. So yeah, so in this 45-minute section, we get uh, five superhero landings. Okay, we were, we were talking a while ago when we'll get to number 100 and... Uh... I don't remember what we thought or what we assumed, but yeah, I guess uh, I guess during this movie is is when yeah. that'll happen. I, this is what I remember us saying was hoping it was going to be Spider Man because if not, I think Defenders is next, and if it's freaking Iron Fist, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I can I can accept um, uh, Daredevil, but not Iron Fist. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, now I want it to be Iron Fist. So we'll yep. see what happens. All right. <laughs> you, you've already counted um, part two. Uh, yes, we have so not I have gone no to idea. 100 yet in part two. Oh. Spoiler alert. Okay, yeah. But I also have no idea how far we'll get. And then I know part three is going to be up there. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. We'll uh... If we get to 99, because I haven't watched part three yet, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ray, move on to our singular hero. <laughs> Sounds good. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I mean, I'd rather just stay on the ground for a little while. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Somebody's got to look out for the little guy, right? I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type of... All right. Uh, should we start with Peter or um, just skip it all together because it's our only option? Uh, yeah, we might as well just skip. No. <laughs> I, I think one of my favorite things about this Spider-Man that, or this Peter Parker, specifically Peter Parker, is that he is such a teenager. He's, he's 15 in the movie, right? Yep. So he is like it. Like they play that so well. Like, you compare that to the other Spider-Man characters that we saw, right? Andrew Garfield, uh, Tobey Maguire. You know, and... Tobey Maguire looked like he was 45. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, at least halfway through the movie, he was out of high school, right? Or yes, but he never graduated halfway. college in that trilogy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. Uh, Andrew Garfield was. I think the start of the second movie was like the high school graduation. Mm-hmm. So, and and even then, like you, you don't get a lot of the the like that kind of stuff. Like this 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 Peter and the Spider Man in general. This really is the learning to be a hero. He really just you know he he wants to skip to that to that next thing because he is yeah. a hero. Like he's already really good at the stuff mm-hmm. he does. But as we see a couple of times, he needs help. He doesn't want to admit it, stuff like that. And it's 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 all of the normal teenager stuff yeah. that we all went through. Yeah. Um like I don't work with high school kids, but I work like up to eighth grade, and they're almost teenagers. I mean they're 13, but they're not real teenagers. Mm-hmm. But like I really <laughs> see a lot of the kids I work with in especially um Michelle, Peter, and Ned. Ned, uh I'll talk about it, but he's like the Uber doofus teenager that i see all the time at work (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i like i do enjoy the fact that peter is recording his whole trip to berlin and stuff um for himself apparently (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah um i like the idea that during that battle in civil war anytime we don't see peter for a while he's off in the corner recording something (laughs) (laughs) i love that (laughs) He's he, he's talking about it. He's telling everyone what what happened. Um, I mean, later when he gets better at you know photography in general, mm-hmm. um, he'll be able to set up the camera off to the side to be able to take pictures of Spider Man. But yeah. uh, for now, he he can't. He's not good enough yet. Well, I you saying that it never even occurred to me. He is he's getting YouTube hits from Spider Man. Um, so he is doing what the classic Peter Parker did, like through photography, but just the way you would do it nowadays. Was that his account? I for some reason I always assumed that was other people. Yeah, it might be it might be other people, but Yeah. Well maybe he's thinking about doing it from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that very well might happen. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be stupid if he used his own account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although no one ever figured out that Peter Parker was uh, taking pictures of himself in the Raimi universe. <laughs> well, no, because Peter is friends with Spider-Man. Duh. And this is a camera he set up. How did that guy know that um, Peter was going to swing down and stop the car? Unless Peter was there. <laughs> hey, I bet you should either webbed his camera up there like he does in the Raimi Spider-Man movies or he's got somebody who's like you should probably like record just in this general direction in case something happens well no Tony this is this is the exact reason why we know for a for an absolute fact that Spider-Man is a menace because (laughs) he goes around starts all this stuff just so that that he can set up the picture of him saving people it's true the menace yep I want more YouTube clips of Spider-Man. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I do like um when he's in school. So later after this, they show him in school, and we see him uh 
like they uh show him in physics class or i believe it's physics class because they're talking about how things swing on a pendulum and how fast they will go based on the math and he mm-hmm. basically knows it because he already knows how to swing from spider-man <laughs> yeah that's that's one of those things like as a character like in the comics and even in like all of the movies too mm-hmm. like peter parker is an incredibly intelligent person. Yes. Like that like he he was that already before even being Spider-Man. And now he has a spider brain, so that that's that I'm sure that makes him smarter. Spiders I Spiders are how. super smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um <laughs> but uh you know and I got to say I really like that in the um oh I just said his name. Uh the the Amazing Spider-Man movies. The, those two. Andrew Garfield. Um, yeah, Andrew Garfield. I, I really like that in those cuz they they really played that up that he was a incredibly intelligent person mm-hmm. um like i feel like if they asked some other physics question we would have seen that but i, I kind of wonder if that's one of those like oh we as the audience just assume yeah he already knows that too because he has to deal with that kind of problem or yeah or, or like because yeah, you know every better. time he's doing the math in his head i'm sure mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah he, he's had to practice i mean it's He's been Spider-Man for a couple of months now at this point, right? So yeah. it's been two months since Civil War. So he's uh, he's had some time to practice. Mm-hmm. Do the math, figure out what's better. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I, 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 mean, I never do really the math. He really need to anyway. Really. I'm sure his suit calculates everything. <laughs> That's true, yeah. At this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heads up display tells him, man, do it now. Yeah. <clears throat> um... Do you want to skip to his superheroing uh, montage? Yeah, um, actually, so just before that happens, yeah. just before the the montage, he like he changes into his suit, mm-hmm. um, and I I liked the like it's just a big suit. He presses the button and it kind of shrinks down to fit him exactly. Um, so did Stark do this on purpose? Was this like you'll grow into it? Like oh you're huh. a kid you'll grow. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Then again, um, I mean, that also means that Stark just never has to give him a second suit, because later in the movie, he says that's a multi-million dollar thing. So, Well, yeah, I mean, like, Stark cares. <laughs> I don't... Uh, comic book billionaires are the richest people in all of fiction. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just... I mean, yeah, in, in that sense. But also, they just have a ton of money. Like, yeah. if you're a billionaire... Like we we just never see Jeff Bezos walking around with his giant suit of armor because not yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, well, we all know Jeff Bezos is a Lex Luthor who also has a suit of armor. I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Elon Musk shot a car into space, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, they really would be these kind. They would try to be these kinds of characters if they oh, could. Yeah. They just. They're not. They just have the money. <laughs> yep. Uh, when he gets changed in the alley, I, I think of Superman. You know, this the iconic ripping his shirt off and he's got a Superman outfit under it. Um, mm-hmm. Just showing Spider-Man's not as cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not as fast. I'm actually kind of surprised by that. That he, like, after all this time, he hasn't gotten better at putting the suit on. Like, quicker about it. Yeah. He's also... <laughs> um, and people could walk down that or look down that alley at any moment. He doesn't seem it's like he's doing it very urgently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. People were just walking by. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, maybe someone did see him because he comes back later and his backpack is gone. <laughs> That's true. They, Who they stole just that backpack leave? with all that sticky stuff on it? Well, I guess he was gone for a while because he yeah. does say that it, it lasts for two hours. That's so. true. Yeah. I'll, uh, well, yeah. And you know what? I'm glad. <laughs> I was going to bring that up later when he says that. But I'm glad he's just not leaving webbing across the country or across the city. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be really rude. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, this was a long time ago, but do you remember the, the Spider-Man game, Spider-Man 2 specifically? Yeah. Um, you know, what, 15, 20? From the, the clouds, right? <laughs> yeah, I think you were still at the time, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was the first, you know, open world game, and mm-hmm. it was, you know, really popular. Um, I remember the commercial for that, that advertising that game. And it was just... Um, like spider webs across all of these buildings in New York. And they were just like, they showed the the person who has to clean the windows, just complaining. Uh, <laughs> great. I have to do this. <laughs> do you know what the yeah, worst I'm, part about that is? Huh. That Spider-Man, that's a bodily fluid. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Uh, he's just spitting everywhere. That's a nice way to say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so we see, see him do a bunch of stuff. Um, he's not the best neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> he does he's his best. He's still kind of new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like especially when he uh, stops a guy from getting into his own car. Uh, <laughs> for mm-hmm. two reasons. First of all, he almost fights Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> I think Stanley would have won because Peter wouldn't want to hurt an old guy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Stanley would like whack him with a cane, mm-hmm. and then and then Peter would leave, walk away. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, he would give up. He'd lose the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And second, like I've had to do that to get into my car a few times before, and I've always been afraid someone was going to assume I'm stealing the car. So I'm I'm glad Spider Man's not in Sacramento. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then towards the end of the day, after he reports to Happy about his churro and everything else he did that day, mm-hmm. uh, he fights the quote-unquote Avengers. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's uh, that's what the guy calls them when he uh, calls the police. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's fighting the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gives him uh, respect. That's Mister Delmar, who makes sandwiches and has a cat. I didn't. I didn't write down the name. I should have. Well, yeah, he doesn't have a he doesn't make sandwiches anymore because his place explodes. But he still has a cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, yeah, I I liked how when he he goes into the bank he he said because he he never actually met Thor or the Hulk so he sees the two <laughs> people with those and he's like hey nice to finally meet you two. <laughs> yeah, um, he's I this. Uh, this uh, Spider-Man combines the best of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Because Tobey Maguire, I think, ha- was better with the nerdiness, and Andrew Garfield had better quips, and now we get both of them in one Spider-Man. <laughs> His quips are great. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I kind of wish we had some more, uh, but there isn't a ton of action, so uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I, yeah. I don't remember how many we get in Far From Home. 
but eh, we'll see. We'll get there uh, eventually. Four. We'll get there a couple yeah. years. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of want to break down as we go through this movie the where the weapon like we know that the weapons are made by the tinkerer. Mm-hmm. Um, what the weapons originated from, like other movies and stuff. So the um, the laser gun seems to be Chitari stuff because we know it's from the Chitari power core, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. I mean, it's it's glowing the same purple. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's what we're meant to assume. Yeah. So was the other gun they have that anti grav gun? Was that an ult- from Ultron? That's a good question. You know, I I didn't think about that because later in this movie we do see an Ultron head. Mm-hmm. So there is so like damage control is doing other stuff too. Um, hmm. Yeah, because the only thing I'm trying to think of any anti grab stuff that came to Earth, and the only thing I could think of is like very briefly in Age of Ultron, uh, Ultron like uses some power to pull uh, Tony towards him when they're on that ship in South Africa. Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. Um, I, I mean, if you want to, you could also make the case that the Chitari they had their their floating ships and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe the technology that they used wasn't like to go up. It like the technology just anti gravityed the ship. Yeah, that's that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, unlikely, but possible. It's in the well, realm. I mean, it could have like. I just, that never occurred to me. I don't know how anything in that the Chitauri use fly or that big whale thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never Actually, questioned yeah, that's it a good before point. right now. <laughs> yeah, because that, that big whale thing is just like floating. It's moving like a whale, but it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, huh. It's been nine years. <laughs> we talked about that movie for like three hours. <laughs> Like four years ago. <laughs> Never thought about it. Nope. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, so... Uh, they... So the bad guy, like, supercharges the gun and uh, cuts through, like, across the street, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was thinking uh, Peter webbed it up, and, like, that'd be bad because he does the same thing later, but no. <laughs> yeah well i mean he did web it up but yeah i think the guy yeah. was like putting the power up yeah yeah um but yeah but at least he saves mr delmar and mr delmar's cat so everything's okay yeah he also does the hero thing of looking out for people first right like spider-man could have stopped these four guys breaking at the bank but i mean i guess we assume that those four just they got away they ran off um but instead mm-hmm. like this is good that he knows go save the people, the innocent civilians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even non-innocent. Sa- save the people. I do want to talk about him going home, right? Maybe I okay. wrote that with Ned. <laughs> well, I'll just talk about it now. Okay. Um, well, first of all, Ned is one silent mf'er. He's just sitting <laughs> there in the dark room. <laughs> The patient, little lonely, just sitting there. Yeah, he doesn't have like a phone out or anything. He's not yeah. reading. He's nope. just he's just sitting there holding his Death Star. <laughs> he's playing with the Death Star. That's what's going on. But it's not even complete. 
You know yes. how paranoid I was never a Lego guy, but how worried I'd be walking in New York City with my Death Star that someone's going to bump into me and just shatter on the streets of New York. Yeah, exactly. Like he even drops it too, and it yeah. and it crashes. Like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, this is probably an Aunt May thing, but. She, I feel, you know, I'm. it's nice that she's so chill, she just walks in on her nephew in his underwear with his friend, and she doesn't even, like, question it. Hey, you know, he's a teenager, yeah. he just wants to change, getting out of uh, his internship clothes. Or she's like, you know, you're a teenager, you're still finding yourself, whatever you, whatever you want to do, that's fine. So, Tony, I also am not uh, big in Legos. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I started watching Lego Masters, which was uh, a fun show, actually. Um, I, o- I only watched season one. Season two, I think, started a week ago for us. Uh, like a month and a half ago, uh, if, whenever you're listening to this, because we're well ahead. Anyway, um, now, on TV, I'm sure they don't. But I get the feeling that maybe that's just a normal thing you do when you're building Legos. You're just down in your underwear. That that must be normal. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe it is. Yeah, this isn't the first time. <laughs> or maybe that's just a thing Peter does. Well, I think you'd want the opposite. Like, more layers. Because you ever put, like, a knee on a Lego or step on a Lego? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. painful. Yeah. You don't want to have more skin exposed. <laughs> That's true. Well, then I'm out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll talk more about Ned finding out, I think, when we talk about Ned. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so back at school, um, Ned can't keep his mouth shut, and they get invited <laughs> to Liz's party because they know Spider-Man, quote-unquote. Or at least um, Peter does. Yeah, and they get invited by association because really they just they just wanted Spider Man. Yeah, although Liz probably would have invited him anyway eventually. Yeah, that's true. I mean they 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 do like each other. Um, or maybe she wouldn't have because she maybe she thinks Peter isn't someone who likes parties. I I don't actually know because that seemed to have already been planned, and I assume other people were invited. So maybe this was just a last minute thing yeah um so peter hasn't learned that with great power must come also great responsibility um because he's going to or at least at this moment he's planning to be come to liz's party as spider-man to show off his to be cool to liz yeah again a teenager but yeah but um unfortunately he knows it's a blue light that instantly, just because we covered it, it made me think of Ego's blob, but it wasn't that. <laughs> because this was like three years later. Yeah, I did not think that at all when I saw it, but okay. Yeah, I, I could see that, you know, thinking that one. Mm-hmm. Looks similar. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he goes to the uh, the weapons deal, and we get a few more weapons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we get Ultron's arm. Which is straight up Ultron's arm with a trigger on it. <laughs> I mean, you know why improve it? You know, just just add a trigger. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Um, they've got black hole grenades from uh, apparently London because uh, that's from the Dark Elves in Thor: The Dark World. 
And then uh, anti-grav climbers. <laughs> Which, I don't know. I mean, maybe more Chitari stuff? I don't know where that, those would be. Yeah. Uh, kind of wonder if, because uh, Aaron Davis was there. Yeah. Um, kind of wonder if he would have bought those, considering uh, his character in the comics, mm-hmm. the Night Prowler. Is that, I always forget. I think it's just the Prowler. The Prowler, okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, you know, he well, he seems in interested places. in it. Yeah, he says, yeah. Uh, "Ooh, <laughs> like he's excited about that." Before we get some of Yodling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, also, I mean, I, I got to side with him. Like, if you're you know doing this illegal gun deal, I would probably just want the guns. I don't want to accidentally <laughs> set off a black hole grenade. Uh, yeah, normal grenades are bad enough. <laughs> I mean, black hole grenades are if you're going to mass murder people. Um, yeah. Or going to war. Mm-hmm. But it's like, this guy just wants to rob some stuff. <laughs> rob people. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, uh, a gun is good enough. Yeah. Anti-grav climbers, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, a utility. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Does Was that Ultron's arm that made the giant blue explosion? I don't remember, honestly. I was not looking at it. I th- I mean, I think it was because, th- I mean, of the other stuff they mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of the stuff yeah. that, that they mention. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I, I would agree with you. I think it it was that, but only, I'm only thinking that based off of process of elimination. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, Peter is bold. He jumps down and um offers to take the bullet or laser or... <laughs> Uh, gravity gra- <laughs> or a black hole grenade <laughs> instead of letting Davis get shot. Um, yeah, so we get a hilarious uh, chase with him ending up with him getting caught and then dropped by the vulture <laughs> into water. Yeah, that's true. In Which fact, we all know from playing any of the Spider-Man games is what what uh, resets you. Yeah, so he's he'll actually be fine. He'll just respawn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is kind of what happened, actually. It's more of a... Um, when he hits the water, it's more of a Mario Kart thing. Like when you fly off the track and they lift you up and drop you <laughs> back on the track. That's more of what happened. Mm, yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tony's heart's in the right place, but that uh, parachute almost killed him. Yeah, because that's how he drowns. Yeah, and he couldn't control it. And mm-hmm. ugh, parachutes. I mean, they kill more people than they save. I don't know if that's true, but okay. <laughs> um, I watched a video a week ago of mm-hmm. a, of the the furthest jump out of an airplane without a parachute, and I kind of watched it just to understand what the without a parachute meant. Um, he he landed in a net. Oh, but uh. Yeah. Anyway, that's a thing. That's a world record. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some. Remember that Guinness Book World Records show that used to be on Fox? Yeah. That was always fun. It's also yeah. a lot of really weird people. Yeah, a lot of gross things on there too. Yeah. yeah. Fox had those the, those specials that you know it came out I think for the good time for us because we were like preteens. And that's when you want that gross stuff. But now as an adult, I'd be like, really? This is what? Show me a Lego show. I don't need to watch this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> I would not go back and watch that show. Mm-mm. Even if it came out today, I would not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so he finds the weapon that was left, and um, later the Tombs' guys come to find the glowy thing. And that's when Peter puts a tracker on them and finds out they're in Maryland. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I have anything else for Peter. Um, I have a couple of things, although okay. really quickly, I'm a little sad that the uh, spider tracker was made by Stark and not by Peter. I mean, it makes sense, but yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah so what, a couple of things that are just like observations about Peter in general. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets surprised a lot. Um, like Ned just being in his room. Uh, Vulture just like mid-jump just grabs Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and he, he really needs to learn to trust his Peter Tingle. I gotta say. Well, I honestly don't think the Peter Tingle has developed yet. Yeah, well, it's... Uh, my guess is that it's not... Or it's involuntary? Um, no, it's... Um, how do I say this? It's uh, He doesn't know how to use it yet. Because um, remember back in Civil War, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Stark had the, the, like, the goggles and everything that Peter had, and he yeah. said, like, how can you see anything? It's, it, it's because he, he mentioned, like, all of that sensory stuff. And so I'm guessing mm-hmm. maybe something like that was also built into the suit. So like any normal person wearing that spider suit just would not be able to see or hear things. But yeah. Spider-Man, it just brought things down. Well, I think also in Civil War, um, I think Falcon or uh, Winter Soldier threw something at him and he realizes without looking that something's flying towards him. And he like jumps over it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's okay. an involuntary Peter Tingle, and also we get the involuntary um, Peter Tingle uh, in Infinity War when he knows that the spaceship is there. You know, you see his arm hair go up. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. He has. He just doesn't trust it because that's like the whole arc of the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then another thing, I just want to hate on him for being a, a teenager and being mm-hmm. an ass about it. Um, <laughs> He knows what Star Wars is. He loves Star Wars. Um, back in Civil War, uh, mm-hmm. when he referred to Empire Strikes Back as really a, quote, movie. really old movie, he, he has to have just been messing with the adults, right? Like he No, this, on purpose. Is, this is honestly what I think. He knows mm-hmm. and loves Star Wars. But other teenagers in his school might not. So you've got to preface it and be like, oh yeah, this really old movie that no one likes. Or something like that. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll as someone who's shown Star Wars to teenagers or preteens, mm-hmm. it's a really old movie to them. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think right. Peter was just trying to be cooler than he actually is. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's that's fair. That, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Um, I, I guess I'm done talking about Peter slash Spider-Man. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Go yeah, on cool. to our let's take a, Yeah, let's take a quick break. Make some money. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. All right, everyone. Today's advertisement is for the newest television show coming to the MCU, Damage Control. Here's the synopsis. Damage Control is a dramatic comedy series about a guy named Jesse who finds work manipulating people's relationships. There is nothing he wouldn't do for his clients. 
However, most jobs are more than one man can handle, which motivates him to constantly into constantly convincing his closest friends to assist him into pulling off his schemes for helping people from one scheme to the next. Hey, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I just got an email um, from our sponsors saying that the MCU Damage Control TV show was canceled uh, way back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the description that they sent me, the one that I was just reading, is for another TV show also named Damage Control. Um, I'm I'm really sorry about that. Uh, I would send Kevin Feige a strongly worded letter, but he, he told me to stop. Uh, anyway, use promo code MCU Rewind somewhere. Um, <laughs> try it on Amazon, I guess. And watch the other Damage Control show, maybe. I guess it sounds... Interesting. I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't finish. Uh, Tony, do you think we're still getting paid? No. Ah, oh, damn. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Damage control on whatever network you're really on. Mm-hmm. I've actually never heard of that show. <laughs> Th- this other Wait, one. I've heard of the model one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the other oh, one. Yeah, nope. Okay, I was like, I was trying one. to think. Like, is it some show I don't watch? Is it Psych? Is it like? <laughs> is it Blind Spot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ah, glad I got one over you. All right. All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. I'll kill you. And everybody you love, I'll kill you dead. That's what I'll do to protect my family, people. You understand? Well, I only have the vulture, so our villain. All right, same here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we first seeing him clean up back at, way back in either 2012 or 2009, depending on what eight years later means. Um, <laughs> I mean, they... they... Did say Chitari stuff, so yeah. Well, yeah, but either that would put this movie in 2020 or put the original um, Avengers in 2009. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, which is possible, but that's a weird retcon. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, I don't like them being this specific in time, it's <laughs> it's terrible in the um. In uh, TV shows, I want them to be super specific. In movies, be vague. <laughs> but anyway, um, the first hint that he's not the the best guy, uh, he calls Native Americans Indians because <laughs> he says he used to play cowboys and Indians, and he's corrected by the tinkerer, uh, guy named Phineas. I don't remember his last name, but his first name is Phineas, so that's nice. Um, but yeah, he's, he's just like an old school blue collar anti Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so therefore he's resentful of, of Tony for double dipping, uh, causing the mess and then also getting paid to clean up. Yeah, we see that. I mean, they're they're complaining about that when they watch the TV show, and it's mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's a completely understandable thing, right? Yeah. Like, uh, to be fair, technically, we know that Tony Stark didn't cause that mess, 
uh the the one with ultron though yeah he did but uh this one specifically (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. um i think either tony or the city because he uh tombs adrian tombs i don't think i've ever said his name on this podcast Mm -hmm. uh he had a contract with the city to clean this stuff up they should have paid him out yeah, I was surprised on that too. Like, did did he just start the work without finishing a contract? Like, th- there's something there that yeah. I feel like he messed up. Um, and at a minimum, even if damage control took over and like, like they're contracting the workout to somewhere else, like they're still gonna need to have uh, other people do that work too. Why not start mm-hmm. with the company that's already there? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I wonder if they were going to take him back, offer him a job, but he punched that other guy first. Yeah, that, that could make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe he never it. even tried talking to their superiors. Not, yeah. I mean, like he said, he, he has no idea who they are. And I would have no idea where to look, so yeah. Maybe yeah. if he contacted someone, they would have said, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I was about to say, contact. I was about to say this could easily be Hydra, and then thought about it, I was like, this is probably Hydra back in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah you're right that makes sense yeah yeah because they they just wanted all the cool tech mm-hmm. i mean the the tech would have been given to them anyway right because yeah, they were just clean up yeah i mean there's no well i mean i guess it's security Mm, all right. They they need to be in partnership with uh Tombs' guys, not um not just take over and fire them. Um I do uh think it was clever that his character is the vulture and what he does is he picks the scraps after previous battles. So I thought that was pretty clever. Oh, I never actually put two and two together there. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we uh, flash forward to present day. Um, are we to believe that that suit is also alien tech, or is that just a suit that the Tinker was making for fun beforehand? <laughs> I it it's got to be it's got to be tech, like uh, alien tech, because um, we see him back in twenty twelve uh, or you know right after being fired. We see him like using that thing to make a cool little drone thingy. So my assumption is. That the suit, the vulture suit, is is just the you know yeah. next level, or possibly um, it. Just looking at the construction of it, it, I it makes me think it might be like Quinjet stuff, stuff stolen from Shield. Yeah, I mean we do see them stealing other stuff, so that makes a lot of sense that he could. Like the only reason that I'm saying that I would think that that one specifically isn't j- is mm-hmm. because before they steal any of this stuff, they end oh. up with that yeah then again i mean there was shield tech no there was there was like one quinjet and i don't think that one was wrecked so never mind Mm -hmm. um so yeah the only other note i have about tombs is uh him getting angry at shocker the first shocker Mm -hmm. uh for threatening to rat him out so he disintegrates him I so I had a note about that exact thing too, um, except it's his reaction because he is like because he he genuinely thought that he used 
the different gun. Mm-hmm. Like he, he thought it was just going to scare him with the anti-gravity gun. And then when he kills him, he didn't feel anything. He was like, oh, no. all right, well, that was on him. Yeah. No. <laughs> that is this not the first time he's killed somebody or is this just like everyone this should be a big red flag to everybody <laughs> yeah um i mean i kind of assume that you don't get that far and be hidden because i mean we we know that like after all these years no one has really like noticed them uh, they stayed under the radar of all the big places so i'm guessing like maybe he he has killed people and the other people on the team are like, well, it happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, that gun seems to be based off of Dark Elf technology, right? I guess. Yeah, that's the only time we've seen anyone disintegrate. Yeah, unless it's... No, yeah. I mean, that's the only time. But even that was like fiery stuff that... Didn't that guy just break it inside himself to become super strong? Yeah, that's true. That weird yeah, thing, seed thing, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only other thing that it could possibly be, but and this is a stretch, is the destroyer gun <laughs> that Coulson uses. Because it probably wouldn't take it out, out as an Asgardian. But no, we saw it used on, um, what's his name, Garrett, and that just blew him up. <laughs> oh yeah um i i mean okay taking a step back considering the timeline of where things are mm-hmm. um remember that shield has fallen at this point and i'll well as uh black widow said she put all of shield's data on the internet for anyone to download yeah. which probably included weapons and maybe experiments with alien technology like with dark elf stuff and maybe they modified mm. things and then and then the tinkerer was like oh hey let me let me play around with this and then he made that gun yeah yeah and then um if damage control is taking over every um the aftermath of every like superhero event on earth or mm-hmm. every big one they would have had dark elf ship remains and stuff like that and all those dark elves that died from thor yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. there could also be other dark elf tech that we just didn't even see. Mm-hmm. It could just pop up. Yeah, plus stuff could have come through the portals. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. There were a lot of those. Uh, by the end of this movie, we'll get to the bottom of it, or we'll stop talking about it one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Alright. Uh, I honestly don't have much else about uh, right. about tombs. Yep. Then let's move on to the guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Alright. We gonna start with the original guy in the chair? Ned? Um, yeah. Um, like I was saying earlier, he's naive, he's overexcited, and he can't keep a secret. He's the realest teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least the nerdy ones, the ones who don't think they're too cool. Um, and I, I like his honesty. He's so honest. He just tells him he can't keep a secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean he he just keeps asking Peter all these questions. He has to know. Um, mm-hmm. um do you think Ned watches the Flash? 
Because <laughs> before Ned, I thought, or when he talks about the guy in the chair, it makes me think of Cisco. Possibly <laughs> Felicity and Arrow. I, it, you know, that's one of those weird things. Because, like, we know comic books exist in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Of who, I don't know. Um, well, now, in, I'm sure a ton of them, of the Avengers. But Yeah. Well, in the Marvel Universe, in the comics universe, DC exists. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So I assume he's been watching The Flash. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. I, yeah. I guess that works. Um, I wonder who the other big one is. Because, you know, uh, markets like Duopolies, right? That's why the, the two big comic yeah. universes in our world are DC and Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what else exists in in the Marvel Universe, DC and... Well, I'm possibly still Marvel, man. Uh, starting as Timely Comics got big after uh, Captain America. That's a good point. Um, they didn't really have any other heroes after that, so they must have made some up. Yeah, I mean, we we have a big gap of, I mean, 70 years, right? Yeah. Uh, for all we know, eventually it might get filled in with other heroes. Like, one fan theory, or one uh, idea I've heard for uh, a Fantastic Four movie, is because they're Marvel's first family, that they were big in the 60s, and famous in the 60s, and went to explore and disappeared. And then like 50, 60 years later, they come back to the modern MCU. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Plus, um... Well, no, Ant-Man wasn't well-known. <laughs> I'm sure there were other heroes. We'll find out. Um, that cowboy that <laughs> Howard Stark makes a movie about. That's right. It was that guy. Um, I can't remember his name. Yeah, he, he mentioned it in uh, season one of Agent Carter, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> but there were other heroes. It's like, mm-hmm. did you ever read Watchmen? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, like they have, they still have comics, but it's just mm-hmm. like pirates was the big thing because superheroes were real. Maybe westerns was a big thing for a long time until Iron Man and the Avengers arrived. Okay, I mean it. It all makes sense. Yeah, um, especially with with once the Avengers show up, uh, because no one really owns the rights to. Actually, no, never mind. In, in this world, I guess they all do because they don't have secret identities. Yeah. So, or at very least. Uh, Tony owns the rights. <laughs> Just to make it easy for everyone, right? Because he already has the lawyers and the contract, yeah. so everyone kind of gets some money, except Thor, because... And apparently Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. There was uh, no merchandising for Falcon. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Anything right. else for Ned, this one? Uh, no, nothing else, yeah. Um, let's see. I kind of already talked about Aunt May. I do want to talk about Tony a little bit. Okay. Uh, Stark? Yeah. Okay. I I don't speak about myself in the third person. All right. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he learned from, uh, Rhodey's experience of not having a parachute in the war machines, um, <laughs> suit mm-hmm. <laughs> probably probably a good idea yeah, yeah exactly um i mean now he'll probably have learned from this scenario and realize oh parachute and water bad idea so he'll build 
something else. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about that next week. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, so he's just saying no straight up drones. He need after Ultron. So he needs to manually guide his drone suit to him, and he'd be dead without the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what he implies. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so it's it's not all of that because we know at the end of that conversation between the two of them, um, Stark hangs up the phone, and then the drone says, "Mr. Stark has hung up. Goodbye." And then the drone, and then the the suit just leaves. Yeah. So there is some uh, some autopilot involved, some AI dealing mm-hmm. with this. So there's yeah. a line, I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he I'm, is just going, the human. I'm just going to talk about this now instead of next <laughs> week. Okay. Why didn't he tell Peter that there are wings on the suit? <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> that seemed like it was important. That one would have been really good, considering yes. that he is constantly swinging around. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I mean, definitely Stark has definitely dropped the ball because yeah. uh, we know that the suit has the training wheels protocol, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and again, you know, this is all part of part two, but oh, well, I guess we're talking about it now. I assume, so, I assume our listeners didn't just watch 45 minutes of this movie. <laughs> don't know why, but okay. Uh, so, um, but this means that in order to unlock it, he has to do some kind of training, some understanding of the suit mm-hmm. and its powers. And Stark hasn't done anything. He hasn't told him about any aspects of the suit. He hasn't slowly unlocked parts of it. Yeah. Like, th- that's completely his fault uh, in, in that regard. Uh, or you could say it was Happy's fault. Because if <laughs> Happy's his monitor and Happy's just like, oh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't care. He's not watching Peter and finding out if he's ready for anything. I guess. No, no. Because if Happy knew that he could just unlock a part of the suit <laughs> to get Peter to leave him Peter. alone, he would do that. That's true. He would do that all day, every day. Like, oh, I got another text from Peter. Here, here's another, here's another new suit toy. unlock. Yeah, exactly. Go learn how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's it for Tony, I guess. Um, he he was a uh, an angry dad. No, he was. He was. Yeah. Yeah, he was a little stern when he was talking to Peter and saving him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also, um, yeah, at this point, Peter wasn't out looking for trouble, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He was in a neighborhood, the suburbs. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, that's all I have for our guys in the chair. Cool. Yep. Same here. Um, I mean. Peter was the majority of this movie, so makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything for the twelve percent of the plan? Uh, I do have two things. Okay. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself twelve percent the credit. Twelve percent. An argument can be made for fifteen. Twelve percent. Well, I my baby did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. 
You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%?! <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? We know that Toombs' group, they spent a lot of time uh, working with Chitauri stuff, right? That's how they get their start. They're still using Chitauri weaponry and tech, mm -hmm. even now, after all these years. Um, Tony, do you remember the episode Fzzt, uh back in season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I do. Yeah, so there was the alien virus, the Chitauri virus, that was killing people. Mm -hmm. Do you think Toombs lost any people to that? I'm sure there have been dozens. Okay, that makes he sense. He had a whole he crew, a and now there are four guys. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. All right. And then they just... Either know, that, either that, or Toombs accidentally killed many of them. <laughs> <gasps> oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that was the red flag. Um, <laughs> and at this point, the few that are left, they're just... It's normal to them, I guess. Yep. Ooh, all right, that's... Yeah, they should have left that crew long ago. Or maybe that's why they didn't leave. Mm-hmm. Because he would disintegrate them, or many other things. Uh, all right, Tony, I have to ask this. Okay. Um, in this part of the movie, we see Gwen Stacy and her crew playing Mary F. Kill with the known oh, you superheroes. You mean Liz, not Gwen Stacy. Ah, that's right. Uh, you know, for some reason, I just, like, when I first saw the movie, I just assumed she was Gwen Stacy, yeah. and I never went back. But you're right, I did actually learn that she had a different name. Um. Sorry, well, Liz and her crew, but who was the, the blonde girl? Oh, that, That's who I was talking um, about, because she was the one originally answering the question. She like, was, she's not Liz Beth? She's yeah, like, that sounds familiar. Beth. Yeah, Liz, yeah, Liz it, she seems to be the leader of the crew, yeah. I think, because she's a senior, a high school senior. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Beth was the one answering the question. She was the first one who we, who we hear. Um, so they were playing Mary F. Kill. Um, Tony, which of the MCU characters would you Mary F. Kill? And... I want to be specific that it's not just the movies. Well, let's go with, you know, all of the movies that we've seen. And um, even let's include the heroes from the TV shows. Why not? Okay. Well, I'm going to go reverse. Instead of Mary F. Kill, I'm going to kill F. Mary. <laughs> um, uh, kill Lincoln. Any opportunity <laughs> I have to kill Lincoln. <laughs> um, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've got to be honest. Uh... Probably uh, F. Uh, Peggy Carter. And on a great provider, strong person, I'll marry Steve Rogers. <laughs> it's going to be awkward because I effed his ex but or wife. Or <laughs> but And yeah. and he's not going to divorce you to to go back in time and be with her. So that's even like weird. That's, that's yeah. like a... It's like a double screw you to him. But do you to really want to do that to him? He, he, he made out with his niece... So he's a little eh, anyway. So I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> okay. All right. That seems fair. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. I should have thought about this a little bit more, yeah. even though I knew that I was the one bringing the question. Um, all right. So I'll start with Mary because that's the easy one. Mm -hmm. um, it, you want to, if you're going to marry someone, you want to be set for life. You want to be royalty. So uh, going to marry Black Panther, obviously. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's see. And then F and kill. Um, F. Um, yeah, Carol Danvers. Okay. Okay. That's going to be some intense stuff, but all right. Uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it could see, be worse. Heroes. You could have said yeah. May. <laughs> that's terrifying. 
and then kill uh, who? Who? Uh, I know there's got to be someone. Ant Man is too hilarious. Um, I know you didn't care for the Ant Man movies. Mm. Uh, the... Kind of think. Yeah. Oh, I can make it real mm-hmm. easy for you. Oh, okay. Quicksilver, because he's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just not fair. <laughs> okay. Um, was it? Uh, his name's uh, Mike Boner. <laughs> I can't remember if his first name's Mike. Uh, yeah, you're. Yeah, I, I don't remember his first name either. All right, yeah, let's go with that. That's an easy one. Just because I've already ruined my own segment because I didn't think ahead, and you're a lot better at this than I am. <laughs> All right, well, everybody, answer that question on our Twitter and join us next time as we cover Spider-Man: Homecoming Part Two. That is from this exact moment until the moment that Peter rings Liz's doorbell, but not when the door's bell's answered because we want to talk about that later. Remember to follow us on Twitter and give us uh, that rating. Um, As always, this is a Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Spider-Man Homecoming Part 1. Signing off. Have a marvelous day.